I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Connor Riley, um, I want to start first because uh, the first thing I thought about over the weekend when I saw the fake outrage about court storming was the Alabama-Tennessee game a couple of years ago when Bryce Young was the quarterback. Tennessee wins. They hadn't won in 15 years against Alabama. They hadn't beaten Nick Saban. He was there. I think they lost between 07 and 2021. And the the fans of Tennessee stormed the field. We've seen it in the SEC in big games, Alabama, Auburn, et cetera. Well, hell, Clemson, Duke beat Clemson, and Duke stormed the field this year uh, in Durham. And nobody's talking about that. So it happens. So so what is the big deal here? And Because this goes beyond college basketball, guys. If you ban this in college basketball, it's going to be banned across the board in, in college football as well, which we know schools now get fined. Connor, what is the answer here? There's no dollar amount that is going to get a college kid not to step on the court if their team beats a Duke, if their team beats an Alabama, if their team beats a Georgia at this point in time, because that's just something we haven't seen because Georgia hasn't lost a road game since 2020, and that was during a COVID season. It was against Alabama. So I, I think there's just nothing you can really, in my opinion, do to prevent kids from this mo- from that moment and running onto the field and running onto the court. I think the steps that need to be taken would involve security in the arena, maybe not so much trying to stop the kids coming onto the court. Now, I'll note the Wake Forest kids got on there very, very quickly, and that was a, a, just a tough situation. Um, I think security needs to do a better job of escorting players off the field, of escorting coaches off the field. And it's one of those things where if you know it's going to be a tight game at the end and it looks like it's over – I, I think that's something where security, not not the coaches and the teams, but they need to step in and get guys and get players off the court. Because, uh, again, it's a problem. I don't really know how you solve it because on the other end, you know, I think court storming in large are part of what make college sports great in that scene, in that environment. And, you know, the Tennessee fans, that's a, a, a game they're going to remember forever. Right. But I am sympathetic as well to the players on the other side of, hey, you know, it, it can be, as we saw with Kyle Filipowski over the weekend, a dangerous situation. So I, I don't believe, you know, higher fines is going to stop anything. I think security needs to be better in terms of ushering guys and protecting opposing players and getting them off the field to where they're not in harm's way. Right. And I think the commonality in all this is, I mean, like we've had guys storming the court, storming the field for over a century. It's just now people are belligerently drunk more so maybe than they were in the past. You saw the wake, you know, when the the wake forest video goes out and Shire's trying to get the cops attention, the guy behind him is like, I mean, literally looked like Bluto from animal house. So that's part of it. 
But, I mean, you're not going to – there's no way to stop kids sneaking or drinking before they get in there, too. That's another part of it. I mentioned, the, you know, the Duke storming the field against Clemson. When that, I remember that way to, the, the way the season started this year. So, I mean, with, with all due respect to Duke, all they can do is look at their own kids just a few months ago. Exactly. And, you know, it's hard for, for a program like Duke that is used to this, that, you know, other than when they play North Carolina, if you're Duke and you lose a road game, like, you probably know that someone's going to storm the court on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, part of it, and I doubt coaches want to do this, but, you know, in situations like this where you're going on the road, I think maybe that's something you need to be prepared for of, Hey, like, look, if it, you know, you, they don't want to mention losing a game, but at least be aware, like, Hey, if things are, you know, looking like we might go down, let's get off the field as quickly as possible to avoid incident. Because, you know, even from Alabama standpoint, I know Jermaine Burton had some interactions with Tennessee fans hmm. when that field right. was storm LSU fans as well. Like that's, just as bad as what happened to Kyle Filipowski from a program standpoint, and you don't need those kind of things out there. Connor, let's talk about the combine. Uh, how many dogs are going? Who should we be watching? Um, by the way, Michigan will have 18 players at the combine. It's the most ever. LSU had 16 in 2020. What's it look like for the dogs so far? Yeah, Georgia's got 11 guys that will be going to the combine that is tied for fourth among college programs this year. Uh, I think one of the bigger stories, Brock Bowers, it sounds like he may not work out. Uh, that's going to be a late decision there. I think part of it is, you know, Brock's agency stepping in and protecting him. Cause he, he's so obviously a first round pick based on his tape. It's so clearly going to be the top tight end taken. And at the same point in time, because he plays tight end, I don't know that there's a whole lot for him that he can go out there and show. And so while Brock is obviously a competitor, I think you saw him. Uh, show that this year when he came back from the tightrope surgery. I don't know that we're going to see him run, which is a little bit of a bummer because I do think he could put up some crazy numbers there. I think the two big guys to watch for Georgia and the guys that are, I think, going to generate the most attention from a national standpoint are one, Amarius Mims, and two, Ladd McConkie. With Mims, I think people are going to be blown away when they see this guy in person. Uh, You know, you see 6'7", 330, 340 pounds, but when you see him in person, it, it is a truly a rare physique, and, and I think he's going to test incredibly well. Broderick Jones, a Georgia left tackle last year, ran the fastest 40-yard dash among offensive linemen at the Combine. It, it wouldn't be a surprise to me to see Marius Mims do something similar with his athleticism and what he can do. And then Ladd McConkey, look, I know Georgia fans, probably people in the Atlanta area know that he's obviously a very good player, but he's also a very good athlete, not you know the deceptively fast, sneaky, quick kind of thing. He is a legitimate athlete in that sense. And he's got a chance, I think, to really impress some people with what he can go out there and do. Played really well at the Senior Bowl. And, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to do this, but if you see something like a 4-3-8-40 from Ladd McConkie, <laughs> I, I, look, people are going to be nuts. I wouldn't be, like, floored, floored for that. Again, it's going to be tough to run in that time, but I wouldn't be shocked if you see him put up some really, really great numbers in testing at the Combine this weekend. G-Day is set. I looked, I was surprised that G-Day is set, Connor, same as Masters Weekend, which I know for some Georgia fans are lucky enough to get the badges, but it'll be on that Saturday. But what are you looking for at G-Day, man? I know we talked last week about defense, you know, trying to find, you know, that that kind of that unbelievable defense you had two years ago and, and, and a year before, but didn't seem to have this last year. Yeah, one, if you're conflicted and, and you're lucky enough to have passes to the Masters on Saturday, one, you shouldn't be conflicted. Uh, that's <laughs> a pretty obvious right. thing to go to. Uh, I would say, you know, again, with starting quarterbacks every year, it's different in terms of what you look for and what Kirby tries to get out of those players in that game. But with so much overhaul in, in Georgia's pass catchers, you know, Marcus Rosemary, Jack St. Ladd McConkie, Brock Bowers all moving on to the NFL and 
Georgia bringing in a bunch of transfers uh, from the transfer portal. I'm really interested in seeing how those guys in particular play and how Carson distributes the ball. Uh, you feel good about what Georgia has in Dylan Bell, and I think he's a guy that can make real strides this year. Dominic Lovett entering his second year in the program as well. But beyond that, who does Carson really sort of favor or, or throw the ball to a good amount and have trust in? And if we get some, you know, some other answers there, I think besides Bell and Lovett, I think that could be a very encouraging step going into the fall, given you know, I, I think Carson Beck is going to be one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in college football this fall. And so there are some questions about the pieces around him. So if we get some solid answers on that on G-Day. I'll be very pleased, I think, from a Georgia standpoint in terms of what they have at that position. Connor, real quick, I just want to go back to Brock Bowers because I've talked to a few people around the league, and some guys have him in the top ten, some guys have him top five. Is there an ideal situation? Like, has he even discussed, has Brock talked about, does it matter where he goes? We know he's a first-rounder, but, like, for example, what if Brock drops? Just give you an example. And the Bengals take him at 18. <laughs> and he's playing with Joe Burrow. I mean, like, that is like an ideal situation, even though he doesn't go as high as maybe we thought. But for his production, yeah. it's a great place. So I'm just curious, like, is there an ideal situation for him uh, when you talk about the teams that are interested in him as being the first tight end taken? The uh, I think the team you mentioned there, like, that's the floor. Like, I can't see – Brock Bowers getting past 18. Unless, like, Cincinnati decides they want to get an offensive tackle, uh, you know, to better protect Joe Burrow there. But, you know, T. Higgins is on the franchise tag. It's a one-year deal. Brock Bowers would be cost-controlled and at a tight end position that I, I think you've seen. When those guys get to their second deal, they actually are a lot cheaper than what a traditional wide receiver that is capable of doing what Bowers potentially could could be. Like, that's the floor. Uh, but I, I think, and you've heard some draft analysts talk about this, Daniel Jeremiah, Matt Miller, because the top of this draft is so loaded at quarterback, mm. wide receiver, and offensive tackle, premier positions, uh, it's going to make a guy like Brock Bowers at tight end, I think, slip a little bit naturally because you can go get an elite wide receiver, not just Marvin Harrison Jr., but also like a Roma Dunze, a Malik Neighbors there. You've got offensive tackles and teams that need offensive tackles there. So while Brock Bowers is undoubtedly a top five player in this draft class, I'd be actually at this point be fairly surprised if he ends up going in the top 10 simply because of positional value. Now, I think that might end up helping him because he slides and goes a little bit back towards maybe a team like the Vikings or, or, or a team like say the saints or the Colts, the team that has nice right. pieces around him. And I, I think, you know, because they are a little bit more established and better teams might be able to more effectively use him. Whereas if you're breaking him in on a team, uh, that doesn't necessarily have the quarterback play to accentuate him. That could make things tough. One team that I think is super duper interesting though, when it comes to Brock is the Los Angeles chargers at five. Mm. Now they could absolutely take an offensive tackle, but when you have Justin Herbert and they're going to be losing some weapons, it sounds like Mike Williams may potentially get cut there for salary cap reasons. Right. That's a spot that makes a lot of sense. And you've seen Jim Harbaugh, no matter where he's been, get quality play out of a tight end. I think the Chargers at five might be the high end there. And while, yes, playing with Joe Burrow would be fantastic for Brock, playing with Justin Herbert wouldn't be a bad option either in my mind. Mm. What? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What about the Eagles? You know, they always seem to spend uh, draft equity on defensive players. Maybe that if he does slip to the Connors point, Carl, about the draft and, you know, where other guys are going as far as edge rushers, him going to Philly wouldn't be the worst thing for, uh, for Hurts either. No, and look, they've shown that they want to draft order guys. Now, there's been a lot of, I think, recent criticism of, oh, you draft all those order guys and look how it works out for you. I, I don't think that's totally fair. We don't have the time to get into why <laughs> the Eagles right. season collapsed the way that it did. But I think you look at them in that offense, going and adding Brock Powers to Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, uh, I, I think is certainly a case there uh, to watch as well. Connor, tell the people where they can find your stuff, man. Yep, you guys can follow me on Twitter at KConorRiley. Georgia had two big assistant coaching hires this, uh, this over the weekend. And spring practice, less than two weeks away. Got mm. the combine this weekend. Offseason does not exist here at the University of Georgia. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 